0: Family Stories, 1934 The Monday Morning Memo for April 29, 2019 Paul Compton and Jackie Floyd walked to grade school together in 1934. Their mothers, Clara and Ruby, rented rooms in the same boarding house in Okmulgee, Oklahoma. Paul Compton was Princess Penny's father. It was her grandmother, Clara, that answered the boarding house telephone on October 22nd, the night the bad news came. Paul Compton's friend, Jackie Dempsey Floyd, was interviewed on television 28 years ago. Jackie was 68 years old at the time. When I was born, I was born at my aunt's house, my mother's
1: aunt. And it was during the wintertime. You know, my father uh, took me into... And, went to the mirror with me and held me up to the side of his face you know, and says, oh, look, he looks just like me. And you know how kids will do their hands like this. I was doing my hands like that, you know, and he said, look, he's going to be a fighter. We're going to call him Jack Dempsey. But my f- mother wouldn't go for it. She went for part of the name. But that was uh, I thought that was kind of nice that he uh, did that.
0: Jackie's father was born in 1904, three years before Oklahoma became a state, back when it was still called Indian Territory.
1: Yeah, my father had a nice sense of humor. He'd always keep people laughing and everything. And uh, the short time that I really uh, got to be with him, I got to know him pretty well, and he was always kidding around with my mother and everything, you know, and keeping her laughing. And he'd cook for us and do different things like that. I remember one time he took me fishing. So we went up in the mountains somewhere and uh, to a lake, and we couldn't get the fish to bite, but it was a very clear lake, and we could see them, you know. And he said, you know what we ought to do? So we ought to shoot those fish if we can't catch them. So he let me uh, shoot the gun and into the water like we're going to shoot a fish, you know. But we didn't get one.
0: But, you know, it was just something he thought I'd like to do. Jackie Floyd was born not many years and not many miles from where Mark Twain wrote The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. And yeah, My mother was always afraid that I was going to be kidnapped for some reason or other. But anyhow,
1: these uh, larger boys had a, had a pulley and thing up in one tree and went down to another, and you get in this bucket and ride from one tree down to the other, kind of like a carnival ride or something, you know? So it was fascinating fun, and I stayed after dark. When I went home, my mother uh, was just scared to death, you know, and I finally got home. She told my father, says, now, you know, you've never given him a whip. And says, it's your turn to uh, discipline him. And it had been raining that day, and I had a raincoat on. So I said, okay, I'll whip him. So he took me in the bathroom, and he said, you take that raincoat off and put it over the toilet stool. And said, every time I hit it with a belt, you yell. So he was beating the raincoat and I was yelling. My mother was trying to break the door down. She said, I didn't tell you to kill him, so I just told you to give him a spanking. But he never hit me, ever in his life did he ever
0: hit me in any, any way like that. When Paul Compton's mother, Clara, answered the boarding house telephone on October 22, 1934, the night the bad news came. She was informed that Jackie's father had been shot and killed by the FBI.
1: You're constantly running and hiding, and you don't know when you're going to get to see anybody. You might have to sleep in the woods, or uh, it's just a miserable life, you know. It might look exciting to somebody, but you look at the end, that that way it came down and everything. He was constantly on the run. He might have had a lot of money at one time or other, but it didn't do him any good. And you got no uh, place to go and uh, really relax or have uh, fun like, like you should be able to
0: but jackie understood why his father
1: did what he did uh, this bank had uh, taken his grandfather's money which he had in the bank and my grandfather asked the banker the day before the bank went uh, went bad if his money was safe and he told him it was and then evidently the bank started up again and so my my father went to his grandfather and told him his grandpa i said i want you to sit across the street over there at the depot and watch this i'm going to rob the bank here today so uh, he robbed the bank, and the next time he saw his grandpa, he says, Grandpa, did you did you see me rob the bank? And he says, No, it was nice and warm. I went to sleep and missed the whole thing.
0: The stock market crash of 1929 triggered the Great Depression. Small-town banks that had taken people's money were closing their doors, but not before they also took the family farm.
1: You know, the banks were uh, going uh, under and taking people's money and foreclosing on farms and everything and I think that uh, the people felt that my father was just uh, one of them uh, kind of striking back for all of them. You know, and It was kind of like uh, they, they were pulling for him to stay at large instead of being killed. He's probably the only criminal I've ever heard of that people wanted to, for him to stay alive and at large instead of being captured. But a lot of people started using his uh, method of operation and dressing like him, and he got blamed for a lot of uh, banks that he really didn't rob. Because I know one time when I first started school, we uh, for about six months my father hadn't, done, hadn't been anywhere. And he stayed right there when I first started school. And every week we'd hear where he robbed a bank in Kansas or in Arkansas or somewhere. And the other guys got pretty smart. You know. They dressed like him and did his thing, and uh, he got blamed for it. And, you know, a lot of banks, when they were banks were going broke and everything, they got robbed by their own people. Brother-in-law or somebody
0: would come in and rob them, and then uh, and the bank would be off the hook. I was working on today's story about Penny's father and his friend, Jackie, the son of a notorious but misunderstood bank robber. When a friend of mine said, Don't make excuses for horrible people. You can't put a flower in an asshole and call it a vase. I agreed with my friend, of course, but I also disagreed. Sure, Jackie's dad was a blue-collar criminal, but aren't white-collar criminals also assholes wearing flowers? Yet we call them successful businessmen and excuse their crimes by saying, Well, that's just how it is in the business world. You can put a flower in an asshole and call it a vase, if you have enough money wrapped around it. Or at least that's how it seems to me john steinbeck wrote about jackie's father in chapter eight of his 1939 novel the grapes of wrath and in 1940 the immortal woody guthrie wrote a song about him the next to last line of that song is piercingly insightful
1: yes through this world i've wondered i've seen lots of funny men Some will rob you with a six-gun And some with a fountain pen
0: Pretty Boy Floyd was killed by the FBI on October 22, 1934. According to History.com, he used his last breath to deny his involvement in the infamous Kansas City Massacre, in which four officers were shot to death at a train station. Based on everything else we know about Pretty Boy Floyd, I, for one, am inclined to believe him. Roy H. Williams. When business leaders align their interests with the interests of their employees and their companies, the resulting fusion becomes a powerful force for success. Dudley Slater says we often put our egos and self-interest ahead of what's best for our organizations. Listen in, as Dudley tells roving reporter Rothbart, how leaders and team members working together for a shared purpose can unleash powerful energies, and not just in business, but in society as a whole. Word at mondaymorningradio.com.